In this episode of More Than A Few Words, we're going to talk about protecting your business through the ups and down cycles of the economy. When you're done listening to the program, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club to find resources to help you do just that. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. If you've been around as long as I have, or maybe even half as long as I have in the business community, you know that there are cycles. There are ups and there are downs. And the way you survive the downs is you get prepared for them. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I couldn't think of a better person to have this conversation with than Matt Nettleton. He's a sales professional. He's the founder of Sandler Training DTB. He's done and seen it all from both the trenches and the boardroom. He understands salespeople, knows how to help them become the best they can be. He helps elevate the profession and the professional salesperson's view of himself. He's really good at it because he was my sales coach and changed my business. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lorraine. I appreciate the intro that my marketing person wrote. <laughs> well, your marketing, your marketing person said nice things about you, but if they hadn't, I would have. And it is so nice to have you back. Nice to be back. This is always fun. It is. And I think this is a really important time to have this conversation because you and I were talking about this before we went on air about business cycles. Yes. Why don't you reshare that opinion of what what a decade in the world of business looks like? Yeah. So I, I don't know when I was first told this, but I think it's been true my entire business career. Um, for every 10 years that you're in business, there are going to be two good years. There's going to be two terrible years. And there's going to be six just average normal years. My belief is that right now we're headed into two terrible years. Okay, so I can either pull the blanket over my head, bury myself in the sand like an ostrich, or I can get ready for the terrible. And I've always been one to look things in the eye. So how do I get ready for what could potentially be a rocky few years? Right. So first of all, a rocky few years is bad for GM. They're huge. The economy impacts them no matter what they do. When I was with Coca-Cola, a bad economy impacts us because we're so big. But, you know, if you're a business and you're under $50 million of revenue, a bad economy only impacts you negatively if you're totally unprepared. Okay. So if, if that is fundamentally the way I'm going to approach the next few years, and I think you are right, by the way, what do you recommend to your customers to get prepared? So I, I think there are three things that you have to understand as we head into this economy. The, the first one is you have to have technology in place to, to basically systematically track and advance sales. So we know that 91% of all the businesses under $50 million pay for a CRM. And we also know that 49% of those CRMs 
are used so poorly they produce no measurable result. Okay, that's depressing. I was really excited when you said 91% of companies are using CRM because this was always something I recommended to my clients. Get a good CRM, start tracking your customers because your customer list is the most valuable thing in your business. Yes. And half of those businesses are not using it right. So half of those businesses have a customer list and the list itself has no value if you don't know what's happening with your customers, right? So simply saying, hey, we have a CRM and everybody's in there, that's the first step. Mm-hmm. The, the mm-hmm. second step is, hey, we have a CRM, everybody's in there and we know what they're doing. Yeah, okay. So step number one, get a CRM, get your customers in there and then create a process to update it regularly. Well, and that's the funny thing. So the second thing that I just constantly harp on is a CRM without a sales process is useless, Mm -hmm. right? It's not just get a CRM and put labels on it and then start entering data. Um, A CRM should be measuring the process that you've designed, right? Every business has a series of events a prospect has to go through in order to become a client. You and I have done a number of talks about <laughs> random strangers, the raving fans, and it's true. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a customer life cycle. They have an experience. They, there are events. And if you're, not, if you're not designing that, if you're just letting it happen, you're shortchanging your business. I had somebody on the show recently who said, you don't have a sales process. You're just getting lucky over and over again. And sooner or later, the luck just runs out. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so I've got my CRM and I'm building a sales process where there are the same steps that I take people through. There's things I send them. There's times that I make calls. I do these things. What's the third piece? The third thing is you better understand your story, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And and if you don't have a story that is different for your typical client than your ideal client. It's different than for your acceptable client versus your typical client. If you don't know why people are buying from you and and you're just hoping that you can read the brochure to them and they'll buy, (laughs) you're in trouble. So it's really, it it, it really comes down to marketing, right? Your, Your world marketing and understanding a story and understanding how that story plays with that prospect, having a process, knowing when to tell the story and what happens after you're done telling it. And and then having tracking so that when you've told it and you've gone through these events, you know where people are. Mm-hmm. Really, that's the key to this whole thing. Okay. So I have all these things in place. Is it enough to recession proof me? I mean, if I if I've been doing all of these things, but suddenly the companies I'm calling on, they're getting nervous. How do I face what is not just a bad year in my company, but potentially a bad year everywhere? So this is my first year in business in 1989. My boss, John Goodwin, explained to me that preparation and a plan are like a parachute on an airplane. And there are people that jump out of an airplane with a parachute and still die, right? That happens. 
-hmm. But if you mm -hmm. jump out of an airplane without a parachute, you will die. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unavoidable, 100% guaranteed, right? So if you could just think about, you know, as a business, you might survive without a CRM. You could survive without a sales process. Heck, you might even survive without any idea what your story or your marketing message is. But it's like you have this opportunity to have three parachutes protect you, and you've just decided to hope for the best with gravity. I love that. I love that visual because as, as a business owner, there's more than one occasion I have felt like I was hurtling towards the ground and it was coming closer all the time. And having that idea that, that these three things can soften your landing, can pull you back away from the ground a little bit. If you have all that stuff, it is possible that, you know, hey, you could still fail. Businesses fail. But the reality is, you know, if you have a functional CRM, your ROI is on average 31 to 1. If you have a working sales process reinforced with training, your ROI is 76 to 1. So the numbers, the numbers are in your favor. And even if you have those things, maybe you need to brush them up. Maybe you need to tweak them a little bit. And so this next year to 18 months could be a great wake up call for you to go back in and look at those processes. But at least, at least you have a parachute. It may only be tied on with two strings instead of four. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta start thinking the, the, the competition for revenue is only going to get more difficult. Right? I filled my gas tank up. It was $71 today. I, I mean, what that does to small business and small business owners and customers, they, you know, even if they have the $71, the psychological impact of going from a $25 tank of gas to a $71 tank of gas, it's huge. And as a salesperson, you need to be more prepared. Something, though, that happens, and it really depends on who you're selling to. One of the things that I saw in two of the earlier cycles of crappy years, because I mean, I owned the, I owned round peg for 19 years. There were cycles was one of the things that happened when everything really felt like it was going to hell in a handbasket. It's my show. I can say that businesses that were doing business with larger companies couldn't afford that. And suddenly my company filled a niche. I didn't have to change my pricing, except you kept telling me to raise my price anyway. And I did some of that. But suddenly I was appealing to companies that I had originally thought were beyond my ideal. And as long as I stuck to, this is how I do business. And if you want to play like this, we're good. It, cre it can create really good opportunities, but you've got to be really clear, like you said, on this is my story. This is how I do this. And we can play if you're okay with that. Yes. Where you get into trouble is when you panic and you start running after elephants and they just sit on you. Well, you, you run after elephants, you land squirrels and you treat them the same way. Mm -hmm. They're not, they're different beasts. You know, we talk a lot and, and you've been through it, but we talk a lot. You got squirrels, you got rabbits, you got deer, moose, elephant. It's so tough to watch business owners 
go on an elephant hunt armed for squirrels, mm-hmm. right? Because even if you find the elephant, you're not going to be able to take it down. Or you go on a squirrel hunt armed for elephant and you take one shot at a squirrel with an elephant gun, there's nothing left, right? It's just like, <laughs> wow, I, I thought I had it. And- but absolutely, it's, it, it really comes back to those three things. Having your CRM, knowing knowing where your customers are, knowing what your process is and your story. Yes. Matt, I could hang out with you forever, but we're going to we're going to wrap here and thank you so much for being a part of the show. No problem. Happy to be back. And I'm going to encourage everybody. If you are curious about some of the things that Matt and I were talking about, about the difference between a deer, a moose, or a squirrel, and why it should matter to your business. If you think you have an adequate or even a great sales process, I'm going to suggest that you spend a little bit time with Matt and find out how to recession-proof that process. And you can find all that information at dtb.sandler.com or search for my name on LinkedIn. Absolutely. And we'll have links in the show notes. Thanks again, Matt. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to look for some of my other conversations with Matt at morethanafewwords.com. Then hop over to the digital toolbox for other resources to recession-proof your business. This has been another episode of